0: Annie, bonjour, bonjour, and hi everyone. Welcome to Hyphenated, the Mixed Mama Life podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and I'll be giving you regular doses of life as a mixed race mama. You can follow me on Instagram at The Mixed Mama Life, and you can follow on Apple Podcast and subscribe anywhere else you listen to your podcast. I'm also now on Amazon and Audible. I'm releasing new episodes every Friday morning. If you're listening on Apple or Amazon, please leave a review. Also, if you enjoy this episode, please share it with a friend or social media. Anything helps. So if you've been following me uh, on Instagram or even on Facebook, I think I shared it this week, I have um, signed up for a powwow dancing course, I guess you can call it. And it's all about learning about powwow dances, the different regalia, and just also at the same time, you know, listening to stories and just learning about the culture and all about powwows. And it's a course essentially done for like an excuse to basically get up and move and, you know, Have a little bit of uh, like a workout because it is a workout. If you've ever seen powwow dancing online or in person, I mean, you're dancing nonstop um, and it's like jumping, so you need really good like calf and lung muscles. (laughs) I don't know that you can have muscles, but in your lungs. But anyways, you know what I mean. So yeah, it's uh, it was a good workout and it's been going on now for three weeks, but. This week was the first time I was actually able to log on. So it's on Zoom, which is great. Uh, but yeah, it was the first week I could log on because it's between 6 and 7. And that's right in the middle of either Genevieve's bedtime routine or when I put her to bed. Depending on the day, sometimes she's in bed by like 6.30 and sometimes she's in bed by 7. So um, yeah, it, it's just right in the middle of like everything, right bath and and story time and pjs and all of that so it doesn't give you much time and my partner has been working like afternoon shifts um, or day shifts which he gets here after that time so so yeah long story short this week she um skipped one of her naps during the day and she was exhausted she had been up for like three and some hours or almost four hours straight And she can't do that. (laughs) So she was like rubbing her eyes and just, you know, miserable. So I put her to bed at like six and she was out. So by 6.15, I was able to log on and I was able to catch most of the class. And it was so awesome. As I shared on my story my heart was full. It was just so cute to see, like, some of the moms or people had their videos open or on, I guess, so you could see. And they had, like, kids running around, like, older kids uh, than Genevieve. Um, But some were, like, toddler and a little older. And they were also, you know, jumping around and dancing. And I just thought, like, it was so awesome to see, like, the culture being reclaimed and indigenous people learning about, you know, it's pretty sad to say, but the people actually learning about their own culture and their own music and their history. And it was just awesome. And I mean, I was one of those. Um, Yeah, so it was great. It was awesome. I can't wait for it. It's every Wednesday night, so I can't wait for next week. Our instructor, her name is uh, Deanne Humphill, and if you find her on Instagram or Facebook, she actually will give courses um, to Indigenous people on how to make your own regalia, so like a jingle dress, and she'll also um, teach about like powwow dancing and stuff. She has a whole bunch of other courses that you can sign up for or contact her. Her about so if you are Indigenous and you want to learn more about your culture or, you know, you're looking for tips or tricks on how to make your regalia or how to, you know, dance, maybe a certain dance at a powwow, I would highly recommend her. So I'll tag her in my notes and yeah, you guys can go from there. So all this talk about powwow dancing and everything has kind of gave me the idea for this week's episode. So this week is all about powwows, and I think it's important to talk about it because whether you're Indigenous or not, um, I think that a lot of people, you know, A, will use the name powwow for different reasons, and I think a lot of people are curious about it and maybe don't really know what it's all about. I know that some people who are not Indigenous also are a little intimidated or, you know, aren't sure if they can even attend a powwow or if they do, you know, what's the etiquette? You know, what can I do? What can I not do, etc.? So I thought that first of all, I'm no expert, but I thought that I would share what I know and maybe help alleviate some of your maybe worries or intimidation. And hopefully if there is a powwow near you or if you have an opportunity to go to one, I highly recommend that you do. So, while well, a powwow is essentially the best way to experience the Indigenous people's cultures. So, and I say this because some powwows are a little different than others, but they all kind of have this same outline and people from all over this continent, so all over North America, it's, it all follows sort of the same kind of traditions and, and same uh, dances. And the dancers actually, well, the dancers, the singers, the drummers, they all travel all over this continent um, to compete, to celebrate, uh, and to just, you know, have fun. Like a powwow is really, it's a celebration and it's a sacred, it is a ceremony, but it's also a really good time. So, It's a gathering of Indigenous people who they sing, they dance, like I said, to celebrate their ancestors, to celebrate their land, to celebrate each other, to celebrate their culture, you know, the past, the present. They can also use it for healing. Like there's all kinds of different songs and dances that have different meaning. And also when you go to the powwow, you'll see that how it's set up is very symbolic. So first of all, everything is kind of like in a circle. So it starts with right in the middle, you'll have a large drum. And around the drum, you'll have the drummers that are all sitting down around. And then you'll have singers. So the drummers can also sing. Um, And then if there are any uh, other um, singers that might not drum. So usually you'll see the the, the females or the women or other males that will be standing around in, behind the drummers. And so they can also sing. And then um, you'll often see that the middle part is covered, like in case it rains or from the sun, because usually it's, it's long, it's, it can be long enough days. And um, usually it's in the summer and, you know, all afternoon. So uh, there's usually a cover for them. And then it's, then after that, it's open. So if we widen this circle, so now beyond the singing and drumming, just open. And that's where the dancing happens. And depending on the size of the powwow, it could be like really big, like literally the size of an arena, or it could be smaller. And a lot of them are held in fields in, on sacred land. Um. Uh, you know, in the reservations or on unceded territories, wherever. So, uh, yeah, oftentimes, like the most of the, I think all of them except one that I've been to, um, have all been outside right on the grass. um, And that's where they dance and they sing and everything. So if we go beyond the dancing circle, so usually the the part where they dance is kind of uh, fenced off or marked off like a, a string or something just so that because it can get really busy at a powwow and you have people everywhere and there's vendors and all that, which I'll get to. But you'll know like not to go there. Uh, it'll be obvious usually. Plus, once they start dancing, you'll see where they dance and there you go. Uh, There's also usually four openings. So for every direction. So north, south, east and west. And beyond that, you know, sectioned off circle for the dancing, you'll have places for spectators, you'll have vendors. So you'll have like booths set up. And in those booths, you'll have a lot of traditional foods. So you'll have like bannock bread and wild rice and berries and name it. But you also have like modern food like you know tacos or whatever and food trucks. And you'll see um a lot of indigenous artists having their own booths with selling their own artifacts. So they'll have um stuff like painting or craft, they'll have beadwork jewelry Um, they'll even sell even sometimes like pieces of regalia for other powwow members etc so there's a lot a lot of stuff it is awesome to go see and obviously if you buy from the booths there you're you know supporting indigenous people you're supporting their art the artists and yes you can buy you know the beaded earrings or the necklaces and you can wear them you know you bought them from even if you're not indigenous you bought them from an indigenous artist you supported them, you appreciate the art, you appreciate, you know, the look of it and you want to wear it. That's all good. So, and even if you don't, you know, buy anything, you can still go and admire it and all that. There's also other things that they'll sell. Like sometimes you'll have like furs and hides and like stuff to, for the indigenous people to make things. So it's, it's, it's really interesting. And I do recommend that if you can go, that you go. So that's kind of the layout of the powwow grounds, I guess, if you want to call it that. If you get there before the powwow actually starts, so they'll usually say, you know, the grand entry is at noon. That's usually how it goes. Uh, every powwow has a MC, and it's really important to listen to the MC. But I'll tell you now, one thing about the indigenous people is that they love to laugh and so if you go the MC will probably have jokes and you know uh, the MC will also sometimes there's more than one but they'll talk about the certain dances they'll tell you which ones you know I mean they're all sacred but they'll tell you which ones are really um a sacred ceremony where you can't take pictures uh they'll tell you hey this next dance is open to everybody so even if you're not indigenous and you want to go dancing you can and they love it like it's just a a mix of everybody whether you're wearing regalia or not whether you're indigenous or not and you just go and you just have fun. And so the MC really guides and directs the the whole powwow. Um they'll introduce everyone. So usually when they say the grand entry is at noon, um if you can get there for noon, even better. Um uh, because then you'll really see what it's all about. They'll the MC will will explain how everything goes. And they'll introduce everyone. So you'll hear like, oh, this person, you know, this head dancer or this singer or who the drummers are or whatever. They're from, you know, maybe across the country or in another country and they've come here, you know, for this powwow. So it's, it's really cool to listen to who's there, where they're from, what they're all about. They'll tell you stories as well. Sometimes they tell you traditional stories while they're explaining things. So there's a lot of learning, even for Indigenous people, uh, because no 2MC are alike. So I feel like every powwow I've been to, I've learned something. And um, yeah, it's awesome. So going back to the grand entry... Uh, You'll see that when the MC introduces everybody, everyone kind of comes in in like a parade and it's, they all come in from the East, which is very symbolic. It's usually led by elders and they'll usually be uh, carrying flags, uh, like First Nations flag, powwow flags, sometimes even like flags of the country. uh, So Canada or US or, you know, where the people are from. And the elders will also be, one of the elders at least, will be carrying um, an eagle staff. Uh, Sometimes like the chief of uh, where the powwow is being held will lead the way and will have the eagle staff. And then those are all kind of, um, they're kind of posted up at the east entry. And then everyone kind of parades in and around where they would normally dance. So that everyone can see them and they can be introduced. So the MC will introduce honorary guests. So maybe there's elders or chiefs from maybe other First Nations. Uh, They'll be introduced uh, if there's any guests of honor. Like sometimes they'll have healing dances for maybe some people who are ill, who are maybe terminally ill, stuff like that. And then they'll introduce the dancers, where they're from, so if there's a singing group that came in from wherever, they'll introduce them. So yeah, you get a good sense of who's there, where they're from, what they're all about. After the intro, uh, the MC will go through some housekeeping stuff, and then it pretty much just starts. Um, you'll they'll start with I don't know if there really is a set playlist if you if you. Can say it that way. Uh, I don't know enough about powwows to know that oh they always start with a honor song or they always start with a whatever song. I don't know that, but I know that they do like mix it up. So it's all kinds of dances and songs. And the MC tells you, okay, next up we have you know a jingle dress um, song or dance and we'll have all the jingle dress girls. And then maybe they'll have another song where it's the men that do the dancing and maybe they'll have another one where it's a mix, uh, some are for children. So you get, you get the point. It's all different, it's, but it's pretty cool because it lets you see all the different costumes and here also, because like if you've ever seen or heard a jingle dress, like it is so cool to have, it's literally jing- like a jingles. They have all these little, um, I don't even know what they're made of. I don't know if they're silver um, but they're like a, a metal type little cones that are all hanging off of their dresses. And the way that they dance, they literally just hop around. So it's constantly it's just jingling. So it's a cool sound. And then you add the beat and the singing behind it. It's something else. You have to be there in person to really appreciate it. And there's other um, songs and stuff and dances where they'll have, like, rattles and different things. So it's it's really cool to see. Oh, I forgot, actually, before they start to dance, there is a smudging ceremony. And that is sacred. And normally, you're not allowed to take pictures when the smudging happens. Uh, the smudging, if, if it's a smaller powwow, they'll... Uh, open the smudging to everybody so whoever is there whether you're indigenous or not you can take part in the smudge and it's really simple what it is is they will burn a combination or one of the four medicines and the four medicines are tobacco cedar sage and sweet grass most commonly you'll see sage or sweet grass being burnt for um, a smudge usually it's a sage And they'll come around and usually the sage is burning in like a a shell. Anywho, it's kind of like this, it looks like a seashell. And they put it in there and it just smolders and it's just like the smoke coming off of the sage. And when they come to you, you just take both of your hands and you kind of just wave the smoke Um, above your head, in your face if you want, and then down towards your body so that it kind of covers, the smoke kind of covers your whole body. And that is symbolic. And what it does, and this is actually scientifically proven, that sage actually does purify the air. air. Um, So they do recommend like burning sage, you know, in a house or wherever to just help with the air. Um, And you can research that on your own if you want, but Whether you believe it or not, that is one of the traditions. And the reason for it is that it's to kind of like reset. So everyone will start off with like a clean slate and it purifies your mind, your thoughts, and just makes everything positive. And so, you know, regardless what happened that morning or the day before or whatever, everyone's just coming with this positive, fun attitude. And it's kind of like that reset. And literally just the fact of um, doing that motion with the smoke, close your eyes if you want. And it's just having that like two seconds of just mindfulness just kind of changes your whole outlook. And it's pretty cool to see sometimes, you know, 50, 100 or, you know, thousands of people that just kind of hold that moment. So whether you're involved in the smudging in a smaller powwow, I do recommend if you have the opportunity to, to do it. But if it's a bigger powwow and you don't, even just being mindful that they they are smudging, it's in the air, you know, you're part of it. And just taking that moment to kind of reset um, will make your powwow experience that much better. All right, so that's about the smudging. So then they get to the dancing. And like I said, there can be a whole bunch of different dances. There's like the northern traditional, the jingle dress, the fancy shawl. Uh, the grants grass fancy. And one thing I want to say about the fancy shawl and that one you might see in pictures or you might have seen it, it's when usually the women have these long shawls and they have like sometimes they have like um, tassels hanging or things around it. and they when they dance around, they like move their arms around with the shawl. So it kind of looks like almost like they're a bird and they're they're like flying or you' they're dancing. And I remember my first powwow, I saw, you know, this gorgeous woman with her fancy shawl and she danced and it was like she was floating (laughs) on the ground, above the ground. And I was so impressed and I thought, that is so cool, like, I want to dance like that one day. And it's so weird that now, you know, probably 25 years later... Here I am finally taking a powwow dance course and, you know, hey, maybe I'll follow that up with a course on making my own regalia and, you know, maybe this time next year I'll be dancing at a powwow. (laughs) Who knows? I mean, I've already danced at a powwow, but never as an official dancer and never with regalia or anything like that. Um, But it is definitely a dream of mine. And I think that would be like the ultimate reclaiming of my culture to do that. So yeah, and you know, I think it would be just amazing if one day Genevieve would also want to, like I'm, it's not something I'm going to push on her, but I'm definitely going to bring her to powwows and expose her to it. And you know, maybe one day she'll want to come dance with mom. So yeah, time will tell. So last, I just want to talk about the etiquette of going to a powwow. So for anyone listening who would like to attend a powwow, and like I said before, maybe you're intimidated or you just don't know how to go about it. First of all, you can do a Google search or an easy search online to find out where they are, when they are. There's, um, For example, there's a whole calendar. I think it's like Ontario powwow. And it tells you everywhere in Ontario where the powwows are. There's a similar one for Canada. I know uh, you can also search by uh, your state in the U.S. So you know at your fingertips, there are plenty of ways to find out where they are and when. So that would be the first thing. Um, Secondly, when you're actually going, there are a couple things to keep in mind. Don't say that it's a costume. Don't refer to it as a costume. Don't you know, compliment someone on their costume, even though you may have good intentions, it is not a costume. Uh, and speaking of that, since it's Halloween uh, coming up, please, 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 please do not dress up as anything that is revolving a culture and, you know, a sacred part of their culture. So for example, do not dress up as a chief, do not wear a headdress, do not dress up as Pocahontas, that's a whole other episode, but since I'm saying costumes here, I thought I would mention that. Secondly, follow the instructions of the MC. Like I've said before, the MC is there to guide you. When all else fails, just listen to the MC. If there is something that you're not sure of, just ask. Like ask people around there. You know, everyone at the powwows are really good at they'll, they'll steer you the right way. They'll tell you, and I think they'd rather you ask than do something that maybe offends someone. So. Um, I do recommend bringing a blanket or chairs. Sometimes there are chairs, um, supplied, especially if you're in like an arena, obviously, but for the most part it's outside and it can be a long day. If you want to have the full experience, it could be like several hours. So bring a chair, uh, or an umbrella for the sun or even a blanket so you can chill out underneath a, a tree maybe or something. You should be sober, Um, You definitely should be sober for a powwow. It is a sacred ceremony. And a lot of people do recommend that you're sober for a couple days before you attend so that there's nothing in your system. Uh, But I will just say, you know, please be sober. Um, Don't take pictures unless you've asked especially uh, if you want to take picture of a really nice dress or really nice regalia, or, you know, maybe your favorite dancer or something, just ask, don't take a picture without asking them. And, uh, listen, right. If it's a, if the MC is saying no pictures during a certain dance, then, you know, put your phone away. Oh, I think it's obvious, but don't wear the regalia unless you are a member uh, you know, you're indigenous. <laughs> And you know what? Do join in the dance. When the MC invites people and says it's an open dance, intertribal dance, sometimes they call it, uh, the MC will be very clear and will say, everyone, come on down, you know, whether you're Indigenous or not. I highly recommend that you go. Um, It's simple. Dance however you want. Kind of just go around in circles and dance. And it's so much fun. So please do it. Have the full experience if you're going to go. At the end of the day, just be respectful, have fun. That's what they want. I'll tell you now, like, as an Indigenous person myself, but also having attended several powwows, I can tell you, like, that's the main goal, is just to have fun. Like, just enjoy it and be there and um, take it all in. So that's the end of my spiel on powwows. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. As usual, miigwech, merci, and thank you for listening. And I hope you guys have a great weekend.